0: It is well known that the holiday of Chanukah has many connections to the holiday of Sukkot. In fact, in the book of Maccabees, it makes the claim that the year that the temple was purified and then rededicated, uh, on that, they couldn't observe the holiday of Sukkot, so they observed a deferred Sukkot, which we call Chanukah, the holiday of the dedication of the of the temple. And there are many uh, interesting parallels that are drawn uh, between the holiday of Sukkot and the holiday of, of Hanukkah. But at its core, the most basic connection between the two is that the holiday of Hanukkah can be called a, a temple holiday, Chanukah, about the dedication or rededication of the temple, and the holiday of Sukkot is the holiday more than any other that has all kinds of connections to the, uh, to the temple, to the Mishkan and, and to the Mikdash. Each, of course, is an eight-day holiday and uh, on Hanukkah we are lighting the menorah, one of the basic vessels of the Temple. The holiday of Sukkot, according to one tradition, the Sukkot themselves are the, what the Torah calls the Ananei Karvod, the clouds of glory, and uh, in the Temple itself, we, the key vessel of the Temple, which is the Ark, was covered with these Kruvim, from the place from which God speaks, the And there are many, many other connections. The idea of the temple that appears in the Book of Shemot, Book of Redemption. Book of Shemot is about leaving Egypt behind. And we celebrate that, of course, the holiday of Pesach, the Passover celebration. We move through the desert, and at the end of the book of Shemot, we are a building. Uh, a temple, a place where God is present, God continues to speak. The end of the Book of Shemot tells us at the very last verse that after the Mishkan had been built, that in the daytime the cloud of God was uh, in it or above it, and at night the fire was burning at night uh, as Israel travels through the desert. And we are reminded that in the beginning of this story In the uh, third chapter of Exodus, Sefer Shemot, uh, when Moshe is first called by God, what attracts Moshe's attention is, Moses sees a small fire. God is speaking from the fire, and Moshe moves forward to hear what God has to say. That takes place at Sinai, at Chorev, and later Israel receives the Torah at Sinai Sinai and and builds the Temple. On the holiday of Chanukah we are taking a small fire and we are lighting it in our homes, the menorah, which is the vessel of the Temple. And we light this little fire, we want the whole world to see it. It's what the Talmud calls Prisum nisa. And in lighting this small fire on the holiday of Chanukah, the darkest moment of the year, we are also recalling at the same time we light the small fire, one might say the fire that attracted Moshe in the beginning of the story, We are also remembering the fire of the Temple, the Mikdash, which at the end of the Book of Shemot is described. That is our purpose of leaving. The purpose of leaving Egypt is to be free and able to serve God, and one of the ways in which we serve is is through the Mishkan. So on Hanukkah we are, in a sense, beginning over again. After the battle against the um, Greeks, Syrian Greeks, and really Hanukkah is, even more than that, with the Great Civil War, various factions within the Jewish community, and we're trying to come together after all this. The Temple, after all, is the place, in the words of the Torah, where all of Israel comes. It's the great communal institution. Everybody's welcome. Everybody comes together. We're beginning the process all over again with the small fire. We're remembering, even as we light the small fire in midst of all the difficulties and turmoil, it's very important to remember the end goal. The end goal is the great fire. The fire that appears at the end of the book of Shemot. So the holiday of Chanuk is both about starting over again, about beginning, but as we begin, to keep the goal firmly in mind. Our goal is a inclusive and sacred place. Happy Chanuk.